you are now listening to A Dose of Healing, hosted by Taz. A Dose, a dose of, of healing. healing. Well, this one is, is meant to be, because I got it. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like those. Is it just? Oh, this is Very jazzy. Well, hello, folks. This is Taz. And we are back with a very special guest, uh, a dear friend and comrade. Please, please, please introduce yourself to the people. Tell us who you are and the work that you do. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. So grateful to spend time with my excellent friend Taz over here. Um, Yeah, so I do healing work. I do herbalism. And the person that I am is a deeply spiritual, non-binary person uh, who loves talking to their ancestors. That is, that's who I am. <laughs> um, I love astrology. I love plants. I love cats. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the things, the things, period. I appreciate that intros. Where do you call home? Oh, I mean, I that's a tough question because I've lived everywhere. I'm in California, occupied Ohlone land. San Francisco, yeah. Um, that feels like home right now. But I don't know. I feel like I don't really belong to any specific place. <laughs> Heard that. I feel that. Where do, okay, not a place or space. Where do you belong? What do you find as home? Um, I feel at home and I feel safe. Honestly, just when I'm with my people, when I'm mm. talking to my people, um, I found a lot of like soulmates this year. So it's not really a place, it's like a state of mind for me. And it's like whenever my community is safe um, and whenever I and check in with them is when I feel like that. Um, yeah. yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I hear home is in your people, home is in a state of mind, uh, and home is safety. Yeah. I, I, I love I love those things. Thank you for talking about home. Talking about home. Yeah. Boom. Already I'm like, ooh, peace, peace, peace. What's your favorite <laughs> thing about doing natal charts? Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Good question. Um, I am so fascinated with natal charts. Um, they, I, I think of them as like psychological tools, honestly. They're tools for just personal development. Um, I love just interpreting the interactions between the, the planets and the science that they're in. My favorite, I think, 
aspect of them is looking at people's north and south nodes. Um, your north node is your life purpose. It is what you're supposed to do in this lifetime. Um, and you can literally look at that and see like what you were put on this earth to do. Um, and it's always directly across from your south node. And your south node is um, basically it's your strengths that you've learned in past lives, uh, your comfort zone. So it's just like the balance of your south node, which is your comfort zone, and your north node, which is what we're supposed to learn in this lifetime in areas where we're supposed to grow. That's my favorite part. Um, I love sharing that with people. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> that yeah. sounds amazing. Would you be comfortable in sharing? Oh, sorry, LOL, my mic. <laughs> is over here. Now I'm a little closer. I'm going to do a little. <laughs> okay. Okay. So listen, would you be comfortable with sharing your North and South node or, or sort of what you've learned from those for yourself? Oh, I also have like all my friends of birth charts. Like, Just right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's my like, own. <laughs> I'll be in a conversation. I'll be like, let's, let's, let's check in about that. Let's see if you're on track. Um, okay. So my North node is an Aquarius. Um, Aquarius energy is about like rebellion, um, technology, um, definitely shaking up systems. Um, it's, a, it's a lot about changing the status quo, which is, I mean, I also have an Aquarius moon. I also have an Aquarius midheaven. Um, midheaven is like your career purpose as well. So I'm kind of destined <laughs> to like, fight against systems, um, question them, uh, yeah, tear them down. And it is directly across. My south node is in Leo, which is hilarious because I have no Leo traits in this life. <laughs> Leo, Leos are, you know, very, there are folks who like, I think want a lot of attention. They are folks who are pretty loyal to their, um, to their family, to their friends. And that is a lesson. I can see how that's my comfort zone. You know, definitely, um, we also have a tendency to, I think like put the people they care about before themselves. So that is something I've done many times in past lives. So I think that's something in my current life. I, yeah, I have to work to just Aquarius, independence, focusing on yourself. Um, yeah, synergy yeah. is here. I'm going to be Thank weird you. and I'm going to stand apart. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that real time. Yeah. Knowledge of yourself, learning and learning from some of the tools that you use. Um, okay. So what, what does healing mean to you? Uh, and then we'll go into sort of which is the, your favorite tool for yourself. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what does healing mean to me? Yeah, I, I healing, healing literally to me is just tapping into your divine nature. Um, you know, looking into how, like what you were here for, um, how you relate to just like the rest of the universe, not just your community, not just your like constellation of friends, but also other people on this planet, plants. <laughs> Like, I, I, I think it is like integrating yourself, um, becoming a divine being. I really do believe that. I really do believe that. 
Um, I think it's uncomfortable. I think it is about transformation. Yeah, I think it is kind of breaking down beliefs and patterns that you have had in the past that have been harmful or toxic. And it could be your patterns of behavior. It could be your family's patterns of behavior. Um, it's looking at those and integrating them into yourself. And realizing that those parts of you are there, those shadowy parts, and then still being able to come out and, and still have like a light inside of you. I hope that's not too vague, <laughs> but that's how I feel. Yeah, this is for me that, listen, People talk to me all the time about the way that I explain or, or yada, 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 especially like working in these nonprofit spaces. The words that come to your mind are the words that come to your mind. And those are the things that uh, or the phrases and the pattern and the flow that you need to take to explain it. That is it. And someone, one, I understand. And two, that others of us are going to understand in these ways as well, because healing is this thing that is hard to put in small words in in quick words right it is something that is expansive and one of the things that you you actually mentioned a few times which i think was you know i think it's super cool to think about this but you mentioned healing is about integration right like integrating with the universe and i think that is something that oftentimes folks miss right when we're talking about healing is that yes, healing is, is, is individual as much as it is community, right? It, it is individual for community. And so, yes. yeah, I, I think that's yeah. so great that you, you brought that word into this space of, of integration. Um, and, and then what is your favorite tool, right, to use in your healing journey? My favorite tool, I do so many. Or I'll say, honestly, which one, which is the one you turn to the most? Um, honestly, I, I I do. Okay, this is a complicated question for me because I I, I use tools for guidance. Um, I use so many things. I will say the tool that it's not even a tool. It, I mean, it's a it's a practice. The the practice that means the most to me is, is is speaking with my ancestors it doesn't even really matter if i'm using you know tarot cards if i'm using oracle cards if i'm praying but the, the practice of speaking with my ancestors is it's the best way that i get answers it is it is my favorite also i i have it's two sorry i can't have just one answers um also just um working with plant medicine brings me so much joy just so much joy even just sitting in front of a glass bowl of herbs and just playing the earth and like it is so healing and so simple talking to my plant <laughs> like uh those are simple i'm like they can be complex tools and they can be things that take a lot of work to um understand but it can also be just like simple interactions i hope that makes sense yes <laughs> i'm so here with it and, and i think this thing you you said earlier about um about like talking to your ancestors i i think and sort of i guess what i'll modify is that the things that we do and use are our tools right and so 
yeah. I think my ancestors are are a tool that I use, uh, and Ooh. that Ooh. that they are a very powerful tool, right? That, yes. um, and so I think our practices are are just as much a part of our tools as well. Um, and so, yeah, I thank you for bringing that tool into this space because that's oh, the one, y'all. That's the one we have to, okay, connect back into your ancestors. Seriously. So we can get this community healing on 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 the journey. Um, yes. How long have you been on? I mean, you know, when are we ever off of the journey, right? We're always on it. But how long have you been consciously thinking about your healing? Yeah, um, very early on. Uh, I tried to do it in different ways. Um, yeah, when I was a teenager, I I thought that the gateway to spirituality into spiritual healing was what was through the church and I tried it and honestly it was very traumatic <laughs> it was more trauma um so then I kind of broke away from that and um I wasn't I don't think intentionally trying to heal but I felt pulled towards nature I felt pulled towards just being in nature I grew up in a very rural um space and when I was just alone with, you know, crops and sitting in the grass is when I felt like safe and I felt calm and I felt at peace. Um, so I just kept doing that. I would go to parks, um, even when I went to urban environments and I spent a lot of my life living in urban environments. I always find the green spaces and interact with those. And I was like, oh, this feels good. <laughs> like this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, so that, that started pretty young. Um, you know, I've been, doing different therapeutic practices also since I was a teenager. And um, I've been pretty conscious about trying to heal a lot of the stuff that, a lot of the trauma I was experiencing. Um, but it's definitely evolved, taking some twists and turns. I think the major point of my healing where it just like sped up was around November 2020. Um, I think a thing happens where the universe kind of pushes you, especially if you've been dragging your feet <laughs> on your healing, which I was, I was, I was. Um, hey, tell the truth and, and shame the folk. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Taurus Venus. I'm stubborn. I know this. Um, they said, please do better um, or we're going to make you. So I, you know, I started looking into Aoife and I started connecting and just again, slowly getting into it. And then, you know, things just started to kind of crumble. And yeah, I, I had to take action. I had to be more consistent in speaking with my ancestors because I needed the guidance. I was in a little lost period. Um, it can be so painful. But then when you come out on the other end, you can look back and be like, this needed to happen. I see why this happened. I see my role in it. I see my ancestors' roles in it. Um, yeah, so I'll say consciously, intensively, it's been since November of 2020. It's been, it's been wild. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's so been a year. Look at that. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Here. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's it's super glad to hear. Um, one, of course, it fucking sucks to hear about trauma. Um, yeah. and that I'm also glad to hear that you thought and started your healing journey um, early, 
when you recognize yeah. those those forms uh, and those instances of trauma. Uh, so thank you, thank you for that. Um, yeah. So we are going to take a quick break, and when we jump back, we are going to talk with my friend Joni a little bit more about community healing, about how we heal on a larger level. are back from our quick break we are back with again my very dear friend Joni and we are going to take this conversation about healing uh, and, and talk a little bit more about community of course because we recognize and as Joni has mentioned earlier that really the individual is community right that we we are we exist to be a part of the community and so we've already started to talk about this and sort of getting to this larger level um, but what is the importance of community healing, right? When we think about this large scale, why why is that important? Yeah, um, so I think a lot in terms of energy it has been so helpful to me in kind of explaining um, why things happen the way they, they do. Um, I think healing ourselves, it, it changes our like energy field. Um, it transforms us internally. It transforms our relationships. Um, and I think that healing, that community healing, like improving the relationships between our friends, our family, our neighbors, um, it restores balance to not just our communities, but to the planet. Um, I really think that there's a there's a collective spiritual awakening happening right now and and that's not a coincidence um the earth has been out of balance for a while and i think this emphasis on healing is here to to rebalance um the energy of the planet i think we're always trying to get to an equilibrium like a stable stable moment i really think like the conversations around climate change like are directly related to how we treat our people, like it, it's 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 inextricable to me. Community healing and how we treat our our planet, how we treat our cities. Like you can see, like yeah. So I just think um, it's important to transform like our communities to get rid of you know abuse and harm and to make our lives more sustainable because under capitalism, like it's not. Um, but also not just looking at ourselves, we have to look at like the impact our relationships and our healing has on the planet as a whole. Because we're not the only things that are important. We're in community with animals. <laughs> we're in community with plants. Like we, we have to consider it all. I know it seems intense, but just working on yourself, you're, you're healing so many things. Um, yeah. It's about doing our part, right? Like again yeah. is that community is is the collective of individuals and so we it is it seems like a heavy lift um if we're looking at that large picture but we are we are not holding that large picture by ourselves right like and that is what is so important to remember ah uh, oh you said some 
some things, some things. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, what was the part? What was the part? Oh, there, there we go, right there. So you, I, I'm just so interested in like, uh, because I see it as well, this parallel and how folks treat each other and, and how the how the planet is is treated, right? And so yeah. I think it was so interesting. I, I got into this conversation the other day with people. Um, this is gonna, this is weird, but it's it, it goes right into this, right? I, I had this question. I was like, what if other sub species of humans survived, you know, right before that, you know, not just us, like that would be so interesting. Like, would we still feel that we were like the top, you know, or, or would all of the humans be like that? Or would, because there would be some more like, um, some of these other human subspecies also shared more like, you know, relationship with other primates. And so like, would there be this super hierarchy um, or would we, you know, because we would be all across the spectrum, would, would we see ourselves as more integrated with the animal kingdom? Mm. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't look, I don't know. And it, it, that's like a whole alternate way of thinking because like, all these decisions were made to create these weird hierarchies that we have now. And, but there is so much emphasis on what is the missing link? Like people are looking for that connection. Mm -hmm. And if it was still here, that, that is so intriguing. It could yeah. be different. It would, I think and things it, would be so different. I think so too. And honestly, for the better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, mm. boom. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> right. Okay. So you talked about um, already, that the the community healing is inextricable from our planet healing, right? And so we we talk about um, what it says, or or from I, what I get from that, right? Is that if we don't heal, our planet won't heal. What's at stake, right? What's at stake if our planet doesn't heal? What does that mean for us? Yeah, I mean we're seeing it. Like we're seeing it, we're living it. Um, the resistance to change these systems and get rid of them, we're seeing just the rapid destruction of our planet. And on an individual level, we're seeing <laughs> the destruction of, of people under capitalism. Mm -hmm. People are dying, um, people's spirits are dying. We're seeing just a lot of chaos. We have one planet. <laughs> this is the planet we have. We see people trying to escape and explore other planets. Rich white men, tired of them. Let <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> not get into that. But like, honestly, all of our lives, all of our lives, life as we know it, our lives, um, different other species' lives, going extinct, um, being endangered. Like the warning signs are everywhere which makes the resistance to healing of some groups so mind-boggling <laughs> to me. Like, um, why, why are you resisting? <laughs> there's nothing else. Like, there's nothing else. We have to do this. And again, that I think a lot, again, a lot of people are waking up to that. I have seen so many signs of a, a collective spiritual awakening because people are realizing, oh, time is running out. Like, I have to do this. We have to do this. Yeah. Like, it's it's 
to to continue this thing of like you know the things that we are losing and uh that we can see in our face right that we're losing them uh in maryland in maryland there is uh, a fish that is uh specific to this region only found in some of the waters in maryland and it actually hasn't been seen since I think the 1980s is what they said. And now they're like officially ready uh, to declare it extinct, which is like, what the, what the fuck? Uh, and then I was reading, I think something from National Geographic, but it was talking about this guy who was like the last speaker of his language. Um, and he, he has children, but they weren't raised with him. Um, and they are adults and, you know, it's super hard, you know, uh, much more difficult to pick up a language once you're, you are already an adult. And especially a language that only one other person speaks, right? Like you, you're not constantly hearing it and it being reinforced. And so it was talking about the extreme weight um, and depression that this man was feeling, you know, to know that like, damn, I'm the last person and I, I didn't do my job. Um, and so it's it's super hard um, and, and disheartening to hear, right, that we are in our face losing folks, losing languages, losing species, um, and we're not doing enough to, to stop and prevent that. And so, yeah, there's so much at stake. There's so much at stake, right? When when will that be us? When will we be the one, right, who is our, our culture is going away, our language, um, right? And so, yeah, super... It's wow. scary, but I want to say though, again, people are waking up to it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. as dire as it sounds, like I have seen so much hope. I've seen so many. Oh my god, I've had so many moments that confirm that like people are doing the work. Just sitting here with you <laughs> today. Okay, I was about to say you're like, you're here. People are doing the work. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that is why you, you are, are here because people are doing the work. That is it. I'm yeah. super excited to hear about that work and and to mention. Um, because those things are so dire, uh, you mentioned earlier about the Aquarius in your life, in your chart, in your North Node, and you talked about uh, uh, challenging systems and, and fighting back against systems. Uh, and this is by no means a new concept, even though people like to treat it as such, uh, but it is this concept of abolition. What is your take on abolition? What does abolition mean to you? Uh, I just tearing things down, tearing things down. I so one of my one of my favorite, but also tarot cards that I do not like seeing is the Tower card. Mm. Uh, the Tower card is I can see it in my mind right now. People falling from a flaming building, falling down because the building was built on faulty um, foundations and I think of this country when I see that card I think of a lot a lot of countries I think of a lot of settler states it's the only way abolition tearing these faulty systems down that are built on faulty foundations is the only way that we can start over with the spirit of healing um there's so many, so many systems that need to be abolished honestly starting with um you know capitalism um racism um which both meet in uh you know mass incarceration there's so many systems i'm not gonna go into all the systems but they were built on the premise of um control abuse and and 
destruction and exploitation. Um, nothing built on those principles is ever gonna bring healing or, or give life. So abolition is the only option. You know, we're seeing that in like the land back movements for native folks, um, you know, reparations, different, different avenues are, are needed because we can't reform what we have. <laughs> you can't reform like abuse or destruction or chaos. We have to start over with a whole new intention. Spirit. So abolition to me is just like, I think a lot about transformative justice and just transforming, radically transforming what we have. Because what we have is, we see that it is not the way to get healing. It's just not. Uh, from the Ruta to the Tuta, changing, <laughs> changing our systems, changing the things. I, I think about um, so many things. I think about so many things. Uh, but I'm super glad that you you offer, right? The abolition is the only way to heal. I think that what you said, right, is that through these systems that are built on these damning principles that we are constantly uh, re-traumatizing ourselves, uh, right? We are putting ourselves in harm's way again and again and again. Uh, and that the only way to really heal from that is is also to remove right what it is that is harming us uh, and so yeah abolition is more is is all and more than just shutting jails right uh that it is also talking about uh abolishing the systems that made jail possible in the first place uh yes. and that that is super important uh thank you so much for for those things let us close with this sensory exercise when you think of healing what does it look like? Yeah, I see it. Um, my friend smiles. I see it. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like? I feel like I answered, but I'm seeing something different than what I answered. I'm going to say this. <laughs> fried food. <laughs> Sorry, Period. I know that's weird. I love ah, fried foods. Okay, I you give me it. some fried chicken or fried bread. <laughs> yes. Either one. I'm telling fry. you, fry, 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 fry. It's gonna be great. <laughs> what <laughs> does it smell like other than fried foods? <laughs> yes, um, lavender always, always mm. for me. Instant, instant healing. Um, peppermint, instant healing. And lately, cardamom. Oh, it's warm. Yes. It feels so good. Ooh, what does it <laughs> sound like? Laughter, always laughter, joy, okay. um, deep laughter. Yes, they and say laughter is the best medicine. It is. I'm gonna stop right there. It is. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and finally, what does it feel like? Um, to me, a hug. I feel like that's instant healing. I know that's been hard of the pandemic, hard to have those, but so just secure. That feels like safety to me. That feels healing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you for that. Now, if you'd join me in a deep breath. One, two.
Thank you. Thank you so much, Joni, for talking a little bit about yourself, your work, uh, and, and the importance of community healing. I'm just so grateful, Taz. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you for so being a guest on the show. <laughs> Thank you for being my first guest on season two. I'm super grateful to be kicking off season two with you. If you could tell us how we can find you, how can we find more about you and more about your work uh, and your offerings? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I have a website. Um, it is charmedlifemusings.com. It's a blog. I talk about astrology, um, lesser discussed you know, parts of astrology. Um, there's poetry. There's a few recipes. There's playlists. I love a hey. playlist. There's some cosmic playlists. Um, there are a few offerings of herbal things that I've made. So I would check that out. And my email is on there, info at charmedlifemusings.com. Yeah. Period. Thank you so much for that. We'll make sure to put that on our Instagram and in the description of this podcast so that folks are able to check you out uh, and, and get some of the healing that you offer. Uh, super, super grateful once again for you being a guest on the show today. Uh, is there something that you want to leave with the people, a closing word? One of my favorite things, statements that I need to hear, that I need to tell myself, that I do tell myself is, um, everything that you need is already inside of you. Mm. Um, we are born, like I said, with this divinity inside of us. We just have to tap into it. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Joni. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to turn it to you uh, to give, yeah, you have the reins to ask me a few questions. Great, this is, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I'm very excited. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to ask in your healing journey, what is a healing milestone that you're you know, most proud of? Uh, yes, Joni, I saw your questions and I decided to wait till now to answer them because uh, I, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to think about them. All right, so I think my healing journey really is one, you know, like most people, is full of ups and downs. It really is a, a roller coaster. Um, but I think that I'm really proud of, of where I am this year. Uh, especially with dealing with the last year that I had, right? And both for the individual losses of family that I felt, um, but that also the type of person that I am, uh, that I've always felt the world's grief um, in, in many moments. And that at, at this particular juncture of life, uh, that it was really heavy, um, but that I made it through. And, and I think that a part of that healing journey I was recognizing that I didn't have to do it alone uh, and that I wasn't doing it alone. And so that I had friends much like yourself and, and some other folks who poured in to my community um, and, and to me. Uh, and there was this, this recognition of, of that those folks who I lost, um, I didn't actually lose, but I just gained them in another way. And so those folks uh, really helped me a lot. And I think it was at that moment where I realized that I actually could get help from them and accepted that help. Um, so I think that's a, a big milestone for me in my healing journey. Oh my God. 
beautiful. Oh my god. Um, thank you for that answer. Yes, yes. Your folks are not lost. They're okay. still with you. That, okay. That, that, mm. Period. Um, so you kind of already answered the who has contributed. So I'm gonna skip that because you already answered that. Um, what practice or practices ground you when you get overwhelmed, stressed, or triggered? Hmm. Yeah, I think the two things that come to me most quickly are breathing and music. I think that the breathing really, I oftentimes like, you know, and I, and I think we noticed this with a lot of folks, uh, but that we're, we're always like holding our breath <laughs> and like we're always holding our breath. And I recognize that when I'm being triggered or I'm being overwhelmed, that a part of me like immediately just stops, right? Like I just like, I'm not going to breathe. And so I like re- have to, to remember, right? Like I actually need to, to find a rhythm of breathing that helps to calm me down. Um, and so and it, and it works on either end, right? If I'm not breathing or if I start to breathe too quickly, it's like, okay, how do I get that rhythm um, that actually uh, doesn't feel labored or it doesn't feel forced? Um, and I think with music, it, it, it comes in many forms, whether that's me humming and singing or in my head or out loud. Um, and it also could be me listening to music or playing around on some instruments or playing around on sounds on my computer. So I think those things, you know, um, definitely help when I'm overwhelmed or feeling anxious. Yeah. Oh my God, you, you touched on a lot of stuff like breath work, okay, is underrated. People mm-hmm. need to get into breath work for regulating emotions. <laughs> like, really get, get into it. <laughs> uh, and music, like, that's that's always going to be something people connect with. And we don't even know why. It is always healing. It is so healing. Always oh, healing. Thank you. It's those energies. Uh-huh. It's the sound. Those yes! waves interacting. You okay. feel it. Literally. Oh, I love it. Um, leading into that music, what song are you listening to on repeat right now? Yes. So the song that I am listening to on repeat is called My Money, My Baby by Burner Boy. And hey. I played the uh, the sample or, or the original uh, where it came from or what they used in the song. I'm going to play it really quickly uh, so that you can hear it. Um, but this song has been on, re- like, I play this all the time. I'm going down the, 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 the streets blasting it and everything. And I'm like, damn, this song really be bumping. Um, so I'm going to share it really quickly. <laughs> And uh, once again, it is called My Money, My Baby uh, by Burna Boy. Oh, yeah. thank you for that oh my god that is the song that has been on repeat 
Yeah, that is that is the song that's on repeat for me. What's good, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to A Dose of Healing. Make sure you are following the Instagram page at A Dose of Healing for podcast updates, merchandise announcements, and spotlights of our guests, including how to find them and what they offer. Catch you on the next episode.